on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. It is Joey and Lauren. Thank you for hanging out with us today. Pray for us today, too. We could use some prayers because uh, we're moving today, so we got to pack up everything. And, man, I uh, I feel like I, uh, I, I underdid our estimation for the movers. I, I'm not a great did. counter. And so I was like, ah, oh, like 30 boxes. I'm like, we have like 30 <laughs> boxes five. per room. Yeah, so they may <laughs> hate ever, us by the end of it. Have you ever helped someone move and you show up oh, gosh. moving day? Because I've done this many times. You're like, yes, we'll come. We'll help you move. We'll help you load the truck. We show up. Nothing's packed. Uh, yes. Yes, I had Nothing's that Nothing's packed. And it's like, uh, uh, and she's like, oh, just throw stuff in boxes. And I'm like, what? I showed up to help somebody move once and the kids were on the couch eating cereal, watching cartoons and there were decorations up, clocks, oh, all that, that stuff. Sucks. And I'm like, oh my gosh. But I would tell you nothing better than when you need some help to move and like seven of your buddies show up or whatever. I remember when we moved out of our first apartment, I timed it and we had everything boxed up, everything organized. Right. And our move to get our apartment, now it was an apartment, wasn't a house, little apartment, but still to get everything out of our apartment took 18 minutes. Because we had like I had like nine of my friends show up, so nine yeah, of my friends. It was awesome. Eighteen. That's minutes. not going to happen though. No, this time it's going to take like eighteen hours. <laughs> yeah. So we got that later on today. Oh, it's amazing the amount of crap you uh, oh gosh, you end up acquiring over the years. Yeah. But I saw this woman on TikTok. So she's a ninety-two year old grandma. Yeah. On TikTok, and people well, love yeah, 92 her. Ninety-two year old on TikTok. Ninety-two. This oh, woman, man, she's just, you know, she's she's on her way out and she's going to enjoy the yeah. finer things in life like TikTok. Yeah. Okay? Uh, that's what I would want. When I'm 92, <laughs> that's the first thing I want to do is let me download that app that all the kids are using. So she reveals rules for her funeral. Okay. Okay. Three major rules. Two are the most important for her. One of them is cry, but not too much. Okay. She doesn't want too many waterworks at her funeral. Okay? But, but she wants tears. She wants tears. Okay. But these are the two. Get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> And Bertha is not invited. <laughs> so she straight up has a person she does not want at her funeral. Whoever Bertha is, you are not invited to this wow. grandma's funeral. Imagine Bertha seeing this yep. TikTok. Hopefully Bertha's not on TikTok. But do you think someone Probably showed not. do you think someone's shown her the TikTok? I mean, that's if this woman's Maybe. 92. So if this woman's 92 and her friend Bertha, let's say, is sitting around the same age range, that means she would have to get a text with this TikTok and says, hey. If she texts? Yeah, Janet wants to let you know you're not invited to her funeral. She is known for sharing sassy advice on TikTok. So this is something that people follow her for and they love her. But she went through the rules and those are the two rules. It's uh, Bertha is not invited and, and she wants drunk. everyone to get drunk at her funeral. So, so what are your weird funeral rules? Yeah. Do you have any rules that you're like, at my funeral, this better happen. These are my rules. So, oof. That's tough because I, I do think about it all the time. I've told you I have my playlist. I have a slideshow playlist ready to go. Yeah, we know the, we Indian, know the songs. Indian Summer is one of my favorite songs. We need to play that again. <laughs> oh, remember we did a whole segment on my funeral oh, playlist. I know. It's so morbid. And the, the slideshow is going to be like 50 minutes. It's going to be a long time. Um, I I think I'm in the, I would say the <laughs> – well, I'm sorry. I'm trying to think of rules. I would say – I have some. Finger foods. Finger foods, okay. I want finger like foods. apps. I want you to be eating my favorite foods. So wings, sliders, okay. pizza, tacos. That's what I want in my funeral. Okay. My, mine also has to do with food. I would say lots of good, delicious food that yeah. you don't care if it's going to expand yeah. your waistline a little no bit. No diets, no gluten-free, anything that makes you feel just nice there, and good. There has to be creamy, delicious, amazing 
Philly cheesesteak sandwiches. Because you're a big Philly gal. I love Phillies, and that is what you're getting at my funeral. You don't so like the Philly, don't a, come. Hold on. You're going to go to the church, and in the parking lot, they got a griddle out making cheese sauce and oh, Phillies. I'm hiring food trucks. <laughs> Whoever I need needs to bring Philly cheesesteak sandwiches just the way I like them. You're going to pack a parking lot at a church of food trucks for your funeral? People are going to be driving hey. by. They're going to think it's some festival. They're going to be like, oh, this is awesome. Uh, my second rule. You know, a lot of people, they say, it's a celebration of my life. Don't cry. It's happy. You come. You enjoy thinking about me. My goodness, if there's not tears at my funeral, then you I did want, something you wanna, wrong. You want tears. You better be crying. I better look down or up wherever I am. I I better... be, I, you may be looking up. <laughs> you may be looking up. Wherever I'm looking down, I got to see some tears because then I know I did my job right. I All think right? the fact that you are demanding tears makes sure that you'll be looking up when you die. I think that's what it's going to well, be. How would you feel? Let me ask you this. How would you feel if you're looking down or whatever on that day and they're not and crying? not a single person is crying? Do you feel like, oh, man, did some I? Be- Hold on. Some people aren't criers. Like, I know so many people that are so, they're they're emotional. They care, but they just do not cry. Yeah. Also, another rule, don't you don't have to wear black. Don't make it all sad. Yeah. Just you come and enjoy. Cry a little bit about the fond memories. Eat a good Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, I just want good food and a good slideshow. But why does the food matter to me, you know? But I, I definitely don't want... You know, don't don't skimp on like don't just do the sliced ham and stuff. Like I want a real, I want sliders. I want it catered by restaurants. Yes, hundred percent. Every one of my favorite restaurants, I would like to have catered in a little corner <laughs> oh of the gosh. of the chapel or church or wherever it is. You know, a lot of people will say, you know, oh, that funeral was a beautiful service. You know, how many people go to weddings and they're like, man, that wedding was off the hook. Like it was yeah. so much fun. I want to have something really fun at my funeral. Bounce house? I don't know. Balloons? Something exciting. Yeah, but the problem is you memorable. can't have a bounce house because a lot of times the funeral re- re- like represents your age range that you pass away. So let's say you live a long life. What you're going to get a bunch of 85 year olds in a bounce house? Are Why you not? kidding me? Then you'll have to have another funeral. There'll be an injury or something. <laughs> the broken hips and all that How stuff. How do I make it memorable? That's yeah, all I'm I don't saying. Know. It's Joey and Lauren. It's your trending stories with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's kind of a weird flex, but there is a uh, Ohio theme park. Okay. And it has, I think it's called the King's Island. Have you heard of it? No, I've been to uh, Cedar Point, which is in Sandusky, Ohio. Okay, well, this one is the King's Island. And the flex that they are having is they have the world's longest roller coaster longest the world's longest that is a weird flex roller coaster went from 7,359 feet and they just bumped it uh, by a couple of feet just to make sure (laughs) uh, for recent renovation work now I don't normally I'm never really scared of roller coasters I love roller coasters however I can only go on them like once because I get a headache because I'm getting old yeah, now. Yeah, I just, uh, the two and a half hour wait for 15 seconds just seems kind of weird to me. Yeah, but. I'm kind of, I've moved past the roller coaster stage in my life. I'm not saying I'll never go on one again, but this is a wooden roller coaster. Why is it that those freak me out more than oh, any I don't others? Know, because the chain, when it pulls you up, is. <laughs> I certainly don't want to go on the world's oldest roller coaster, yeah, that's right? that's something you never hear the flex. Like, <laughs> we haven't done any changes to this in 100 years. Well, like, get on. I didn't know I had a fear of this until I was reading this. It just kind of gave me the heebie-jeebies because I was like, ooh, those things, if you've seen them, they, they like oh, go yeah. back and forth. They wiggle. They move. They rock. This is what I don't like. And I'm not, listen, I think when you're 14, 15-year-olds, go get a job. I think that's great. Go work. Make your own money. But it always freaks me out when I'm at a at a theme park and the 
the guy running the roller coaster is like a 13-year-old. I mean, seriously, the the theme park I grew up going to, it's called Silverwood Theme Park, and their entire staff all summer long is pretty much high school kids. And so you have a 15-year-old that's pressing the button to send you off into a roller coaster. I'm fine with whatever age, right, if you meet the qualifications to press the button. What I don't like is at any age that there's just some random stranger that's determining my fate. Yeah. Could they push a button to lift off the seatbelts? I don't I'm know. just saying that's no what idea. scares me. I have no idea how it works. I'm sure there's Kinda security. Like out. the seatbelts probably don't come unbuckled until the ride is stopped, all those things. But sure. And yeah, I, I remember once, like the kid even looked like really tired. He was like, oh. he's like, all right, let's do this. I'm like, no, no, no. You don't say, all right, let's do this. When it comes to a roller coaster, you need to be ready to go. Well, one thing I do like about the wooden ones is they don't go upside down. They can't, right? Yeah, I think there's. I thought there was one that does, I but norm, normally they don't. I don't think they could. Because it's all just... But the new ones, the new like metal ones yeah. and stuff, those freak me out. Because if you get stuck upside yeah, down... Those are the ones that get stuck more often because it has to do with magnets and you know computers and all that stuff. Okay, maybe I don't like roller coasters anymore. Now that we're talking about it, I'm like, I think I'm done for good. I just We just ruined, <laughs> we ruined roller coasters for Lauren in yeah. three minutes. Um, Harry Styles dropped his new song called As It Was. Have you heard it yet? No. First time. It's really good. So, this new single, people love themselves from Harry Styles. Have you noticed he has like the biggest cult following? Uh, Well, let's get something straight here. This dude is becoming a star of everything because he's also starring in a brand new movie Mm -hmm. that's supposed to be really good. He's been in movies before. Yeah, like, we're going to see him do a lot of stuff. Very talented. Um, As It Was, that's his new single, and it's already broken two different records. Like, it just dropped, and it's already breaking records on people listening. It's just crazy. Is he the biggest thing to come out of One Direction? Yes. Oh, yeah. Who would be the next? Niall Horan uh, or Niall Liam? Niall Horan or Liam Payne. But it's pretty Liam much Neeson. <laughs> Liam Neeson. Oh, I'm I will find One Direction, you. yeah. You know, oh, don't you know you're beautiful? Oh, oh, that's what makes you beautiful. That does not sound like Liam Neeson, but I, I Are like you where you're going me? with that's that. Liam Neeson and Tankin. <laughs> I will find you, and then I will sing to you. Now, this story is pretty crazy. There's a meteorologist um, that during a live broadcast called his family while live, called his family to warn them, get downstairs because there's a tornado that might be nearby. So he pulls up his phone. Calls his kids. Weathercast. Mm -hmm. Calls his kids during his weathercast to let his own personal family know, like, hey, get downstairs. Yeah, what do you do? Which I think is cool. Like, you got to inform the people and you got to inform your family. Anytime there's like tornadoes or hurricanes, those weather anchors are like 24 7. I mean, they don't Mm -hmm. get to go home and they send them out to the field and everything. Well, in this tornado, I guess he says was like right over their house. So that's why he called their son and everyone's okay. But. That's crazy. He goes, sorry, I got to warn my kids. I know what my kids are doing right now, and I want to make sure they're down in a safe spot. So pretty cool. And I don't know if you uh, saw this. Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel on uh, April Fool's Day, they swapped shows. I heard about it. I didn't see it because I normally, I I mean, no way I'm staying up that late. But even then, like, I didn't see it. But I heard that's hilarious. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I know there was a lot of fun reaction about it. They said that they've been planning it for years, and it was a top secret operation. How about the two networks agreeing to that? Because that does normally, surprise me. That, I mean, normally networks would no way agree to that because it's, you know, uh, Kimmel's an NBC guy. Or yep. sorry, Kimmel, Kimmel's yeah. ABC, Fallon's NBC. Yes. Also, can you imagine if you're like the biggest Jimmy Fallon fan? And, and you, you show yeah, up. Yeah, and you show up and you're like, oh my gosh, I finally get to see Jimmy Fallon. I freaking Fallon hate Kimmel. And then Kimmel shows up <laughs> and you're like, boo! Or vice versa. You like yeah. are a huge Kimmel. Because what's crazy too is one's in LA and one's in New York. 
So it's not even like you could quickly go to a new show. Shoot. So if you went to New York to see Kimmel or Fallon and Kimmel shows up. Yeah. Also, they record their shows ahead of time. So it probably wasn't even on April Fool's Day. No. So they probably, this is probably like March 23rd. Yeah, probably. And then they're like, April Fool's gotcha to the studio audience. Oh, they and they're have to like, do that with um, New Year's. When you know you see concerts on New Year's Eve. And they'll play them on, like, you know, the new... They won't do those, but you'll hear the artist go, Happy New Year, everybody! And I'm like, someone somewhere at some show had to sing Happy New Year at a Billie Eilish concert, you know, <laughs> like, in wait November. A second. Those are some of your trending stories. Makeup or Breakup. With Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is Makeup or Breakup. Andrew is with us trying to get a hold of Isabel. Uh, and he thinks it was great. Met her at uh, their apartment complex. Love it in 3D or whatever. <laughs> That was our apartment number was 3D. It was. Not like 3D. Years ago. Not like three-dimensional. Love in 11A, whatever it may be. So, Andrew with us now. Welcome to Makeup or Breakup, man. Thanks for joining us. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So, uh, man, how did this go? You you see Isabel in your apartment complex one day. What do you see her taking out the trash? Yeah, what'd you do? You said, hey, what do you think We ran into each other a few times, you know? Yeah, you have those, like, shared mailboxes downstairs, just all the little mailboxes. We run into each other there. Okay. Or, yeah, taking out the trash or just whatever. And every it got to the point where every time we would just, you know, communicate a little bit more. It starts with a nod. And then, you know, maybe we'll say hello. And then Kiss you know, just in the have trash a, can, a short yeah. little normal conversation. Okay. And I thought she was cute. She seemed nice. And it found out she was single. And it just got to the point where uh, I said, hey, why don't we go out? And we did. And at first it seemed fun, but then, I don't know, kind of right in the middle of the date, you know, we went out to a nice dinner and she just seemed to sort of shut down a little bit. And I'm just, uh, I'm kind of just looking for some closure. Like if I did something or she doesn't want to go out again, I just kind of like to know and move on, you know, because we had this flirtatious little thing going around the apartments and now I just don't want it to be awkward. Well, and it feels weird too because like you're obviously likely going to see her again, like bumping into her. And if you don't really know what happened, then it feels a little like, did I offend her? Like, is there something I did? Now, have you, have you called her? Have you stopped by her place? Have you seen her at all to try and get in contact since the date? I haven't tried calling her or stopping by her place because I just, I don't want to come across as too intense too quickly. Mm -hmm. You know, coming to her apartment would be weird. Yes, you know, you know this reminds me, I mean, it's kind of like the we're better friends than lovers, not saying that you guys are even maybe friends tech. I mean, you kind of are, but like sometimes it feels like a great idea, like, oh, here's this kind of flirty vibe I get with the person in my apartment complex. And then when the rubber meets the road and you're sitting there at a dinner table and you're like, this is the dude from my apartment. Did maybe it maybe it feels weird for her, or and maybe, maybe you liked it being like a mysterious kind of uh, yeah. love by the trash can, love by the mailbox, whatever it is at the laundry. <laughs> yeah, I not, had that thought. I yeah. had that thought. Yeah, but to not like uh, at least give you information as to why, like that's that can yeah. be pretty frustrating. So yeah, uh, Andrew, let's play a song. Come back, call Isabel. Great. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. All right. Uh, we just talked to Andrew. It's make up or break up. And Andrew met Isabel uh, in his apartment complex. And they would talk every once in a while. And then he's like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm going to invite her out to dinner. So they went to dinner. He thought he, he was like, I don't know. At the beginning, it was fine. But then it was just weird. 
And I think we're wondering the same thing, which is, okay, yeah, maybe it's one of those things where you go like, oh, yeah, that, that sounds like a, a rom-com. You meet someone in your apartment, and then yeah, you go we're, out. And- maybe we're just better as neighbors. Yeah. But he said he said what was weird is, you know, pre-date, they were always flirty with each other. They'd run into each other. What do you say, the mailbox or just yeah. coming in and out of the place. And so he's like, I, I don't know. Like, she went from, like, this flirty fun to kind of feeling like I was bothering her on the date or she kind of shut down. Also, yeah, um, you know, I mean, it's one of those things that you wonder how people meet. But, gosh, you talk to anybody that's in a relationship, sometimes they meet at apartment complexes. I mean, that's not crazy. But you wonder in your mind if you think, oh, this is weird. I should just stick with the dating apps. I don't know. Let's mm. talk to Isabel and get her side of things. Hello. Hello, is this Isabel? Uh, yeah, this is she. Can I ask you calling? Yes, this is uh, Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show. And uh, okay, hi, hi Isabel. Hello, have you heard of us hi. before? Yeah, I've heard of you guys. Okay, okay. Well, that's that's good. That's a start yeah. because we're calling you uh, for a specific reason. Um, if you have a second, we're calling you about Andrew, someone you went on a, a date with. Sounds like he lives in your apartment building or complex. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I yeah. know. Sorry to put you, you on the spot. He, he did. Yeah, he, he called us to call you. I mean, that's how we have your number. <laughs> but he basically said you guys went to dinner, uh, and he feels like it was kind of weird. And so he really just wants to know, like, answers. Mm-hmm. Are, are you even interested in him at all? If not, he's what willing happened? to move yeah. on. If You know, yeah, if there's something that happened. Okay. <laughs> so um, we can let him know. Okay. Um, I mean, like... <laughs> He's really nice, and I, like, really wanted to go on a date with him, but it was just, like, it was just, like, a strange date, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. It was, like, so, like, okay. So, like, we we decided to go to, like, a restaurant that's, like, pretty close by to our apartment, and I was, like, cool, like, we could just walk there. You know, that's what I expected, but he was, like, okay, well, I'll, like, meet you at your apartment and, you know, like, pick you up, you know, and before we go. And I was, like, okay, cool. And I just figured we would walk or, like, maybe drive there. But, like, I can go outside and he's, like, here's my bike. Um, and <laughs> it wasn't, like, a motorcycle or, like, a moped. It's, like, a bicycle with, like, pegs on the back. Okay. <laughs> and, the, and the problem is? He was just like, jump on and we'll go to dinner. I don't know. It was just really funny. Wait, so, like, was, like on the pegs? Like, isn't it? <laughs> wait, yeah, wait, like there on was the one back bike. Of the bike, like standing. Oh. <laughs> okay, I thought there was, I'm sorry, I thought there were two bikes. There's one bike and, you're, no. and there's not two seats. It's not even a tandem bike. No, it's not. No, it was just one bike, and he was like, all right, you ready? And <laughs> jump on. Like, and so you oh stood on gosh. the, what, the, the, the I'm pegs. Thinking, back pegs, and you're, what, you got hands on the shoulders or something? Yeah. <laughs> so wait, you, you did this. So you rode, you rode to dinner on the back of his Yeah, I mean, it bike. wasn't that far. You know, it yeah. was like walking distance. Okay, but... so you could have, hey, you could have walked or you could have gotten a free ride. It's like a chariot ride at that point. I mean, that's romantic. On the <laughs> back that? with the pegs. I, <laughs> My I mean, brother it's... had pegs on his bike growing up and he never let me stand on the pegs. I love it. Was, I mean, did he, did he have a smile with it? Like, did he realize like it was a little, a little cheesy, a little goofy, junior high? fun. Yeah, I don't know. I think he thought it was cute. Like, yeah, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but you oh, weren't but you having it. Him. Okay. So is that really enough to, to not go out again? Or 
I don't know. It was just strange. It was just not what I was expecting. Well, and I, would and imagine... I just like, couldn't stop thinking about it at dinner. <laughs> like... it. You're just you're picturing <laughs> that man dress, behind that. Like... Yeah. Oh, you're wearing a dress. Okay. Well, well you might you might know this because you know you know the show. But we've got Andrew on the phone. <laughs> So he oh. he is listening. So he did hear that, which I think is good. We'll put it all out on the open. Uh, Andrew, we'll we'll bring you on. We didn't. <laughs> yeah. I guess we didn't ask how you got to dinner. I didn't. I, think I didn't to ask think that. a mode of transportation, <laughs> but I love it, man. This is like throwback to you're in seventh grade and your buddies need to go to the gas station all together. Well, I love it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's kind of what I was thinking. I knew that the easiest thing to do would be to walk, but I thought it would be kind of cute and kind of sweet, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was something. It was just not what I was expecting. Like, Well, but also, and I don't want to be a jerk here at all, but, I mean, if it made you uncomfortable and you, you really wanted to walk, I mean, you could have said, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but you could have just said, hey, I'd, I'd rather walk. You know, I kind of figured that if it was a problem, you might have sure. spoken up a little bit. I know. You just look so excited. You like, can't, you can't deny know, a chariot ride. I mean, if, uh, listen, if you're thinking of your Lamborghinis or you're thinking of the Huffy, you grab on the Huffy and you go. Like, that's a that's a once-in-a-lifetime. Yeah, it did have shocks and everything. Sorry, we're not this making is, fun no, no, no. of you. This is just Andrew, a I think experience. it's great. And I think it is, I mean, what I appreciate is you realize it was a cute thing. You're not saying, like, what? what's the problem with the bike? You realized it was kind of a, a Goofy, tip of the hat to yeah. nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, that was the point, yeah. That makes me feel better. That really does. Instead of, if you would have come on here and been like, no, I don't see what the issue is, I'd be like, nah, dude, no one wants to ride on the back so, of a bike. So but- what if you guys go out again? I mean, Isabel, it's totally up to you. And Andrew, if you're still interested. We're going to Isabel- buy another bike with pegs, and you guys will ride together. <laughs> or you guys go on a second date, we'll pay for it. Even if it's far away, we'll an pay Uber. for an Uber. Uh, avoid the bike situation if that's something you're both interested in. Because I know you both like each other, yeah. it sounds like. I mean, yeah, I'd be, yeah, I'd be I, down to go out again. Yeah, I know. I thought you were a great guy. Like, um, I mean, yeah, I've always had fun talking to you. Like, I just don't really want to ride on the back of your bike again. Well, if you see his bike, <laughs> wait till you see his car. I mean, we're going to have a whole, we're going to have you guys on again for make up or break up. We're going to set things up. Uh, I, I want a sweet ride sometime, Andrew. So, uh, Nick, give me your address and we'll, uh, I'll hop on the pegs anytime. All right, man. You got it. They're waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's Joey and Lauren. I love that it's always upbeat, upbeat, and funny. Your mornings start here. <laughs> this is Joey and Lauren on Demand. Time for Would You Rather Wednesday with Joey and Lauren. It's Would You Rather Wednesday. Text in your questions to 68719. Uh, we find the best ones. We answer them on the show. All right, Lauren, this week, what do we got? Okay, this text says, would you rather write a horse-drawn carriage or would you rather ride a camel with no saddle? Horse-drawn just, just carriage reading or the a text. I, you know, riding a camel is a more memorable experience than a, than a carriage. I would absolutely much rather ride a camel. You go, in between, you go in between the humps or in front of the humps? Well, how many humps you got? Let's say you got two the, humps. Uh, the amount of camel talk we've had on the show, by we've the way. We've had a lot of camel talk. I'm getting deja vu of the times we've talked about camel humps. We just need to have a camel <laughs> on the show at this point. We need to interview a live camel in studio. Um, I would like to sit on the camel if there's two humps in between, nice and secure. But I don't know if you sit in between the humps, and I know we've had this convo before. I think you sit at the base of the neck. Yeah, yeah, you don't sit in between the humps. Mm -hmm. There's no way. And you certainly don't sit behind the humps. That's way too far back. (laughs) You can't reach the the range. And not all camels have humps. I do know that. Not all camels have humps. There's a humpless camel. 
Really? Look it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can be a humpless camel. They just don't have it. We think should start endorsing camels. The amount of times we're talking about them. Hey, it's Joey and Lauren, <laughs> and you know what our favorite animal is? The camel. Never lets you down. <laughs> spits in your face. Sometimes has humps, sometimes doesn't. Okay, can camels not have humps? A camel's humps are incredibly important for the animal's Oh, maybe not. Without its humps, a camel would be more likely to overheat and sweat. Oh, crap. So I'm lying to you. A camel must have humps. Why do I feel like I've seen a camel that doesn't have much of a hump? I don't know. Do all camels have... One of the camel's most notable physical traits. Yes, they all have a hump. Okay, my bad. Either way, I would rather ride a camel because it's a much bigger flex. In my opinion. Like showing up to work riding a camel oh, yeah. more than a carriage. Way cooler. No, I don't know. I mean, when you're talking about a flex, like riding in a carriage, that that's very flexy too because someone else is taking you to yeah, work. and that feels pompous. That feels like, oh, look Well, at isn't me. that what you're looking for as a flex? Roger taking me to work. Instead of, you know, carry the camel. Um, I, I'm actually going to go carriage, final answer. Wow. Because okay. I feel like I feel like me and the camel would think of, there, think of the be... camel though. You show up to the office. How many people are taking a selfie with you and your camel? Everyone. I don't know. There'd be some certain selfie opportunities with a horse-drawn carriage too. Not gonna lie. Both okay, of them have great. Either way, I'm going camel. Okay, I'll go carriage. <laughs> uh, this text says, "Would you rather have unlimited first-class tickets or never have to pay for food at any restaurant?" Oh, um, this is, yeah, food. I, oh, my I eat, gosh, no. I eat way more than I fly. Because it's expensive, right? Yeah, but even then, okay, so, like, great. You've got a free first-class ticket, but you still got to pay for the hotel, or the Airbnb, and the Uber, and the, you got to get Okay, you, true. You know? Yeah. Like, my, my favorite trips I've ever done are all-inclusive resorts or cruise ships, because once I get there, I get there. So, yeah, flying there for free pay the one flat fee would be nice but I don't know I just I don't see myself flying on the time yeah what and you, you eat every day so I get that so you have unlimited groceries mm. do groceries count no it says restaurants I oh, think okay well then you don't even need groceries it you says just go out to a restaurant every day can you imagine eating out every single day I'm still gonna take the unlimited first class tickets because the inner wannabe traveler inside of me would like that I've always wanted to be you also hate flying traveling I will tell you people in first class don't complain about flying yeah, you know that. They don't freak out. <laughs> They're pros. I'm going to see my doctor before every flight and say, hey, can you give me a little something, something to make me sleep? <laughs> I don't want to be awake during the I've never flown first class before, but I, I really want to. It's just, to me, like, you've got to pick the perfect trip to do first class. Because if it's a 45-minute flight, I ain't going first class. That's a waste of money. Yeah, but didn't you hear? In first class, there's no turbulence. There's no issues. Oh, yeah. yeah everything feels great. Everything's great. Smooth sailing in first class. I've heard, yeah, if there's an emergency, they'll let the first class people out first. <laughs> could you imagine? But that could be true. I don't know. Or you're about to get on a lifeboat. They're like, would you like a drink, sir? <laughs> would, you, <laughs> would you like a mimosa <laughs> while you slide down the emergency slide? Yes, please. Thank you. Uh, they get the fancy boats. Everyone else I do gets remember a little life when, saver or whatever. When we, flew to, uh, when we flew to Hawaii, I'm getting on the plane, and they already have their little pina coladas, and they're like, peasants. <laughs> That's how it felt. The fact that we have to walk through there, too. They, pro- they, they probably hate it, too. Like, get these uh, yeah, like, low lives. That man smells like beef and cheese. <laughs> get him away from me. Uh, this text says, would you rather listen to one song the rest of your life or never be allowed to listen to the same song twice? Oh, wow. That's hard because you that really like hard. a song. You it just comes wanna, on the radio. You're yeah, listening. You want to play it on repeat. You want to crank it up. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to go with the other option. I'm going to have to go never hear the same song twice. 
Though, man, I'm going to miss some of my favorites. You know, so, Baby by Justin so Bieber. So you would rather, instead of listening to one yeah, song for the yeah, rest of your life. Yeah, I got to have the variety. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think the one song, as much as I would love it for, I don't know, a month, I'd be like, okay, I need something else. Yes, seriously. Those are your would you rather questions. Joey and Lauren. All right, it's Joey and Lauren. I've got your uh, Joey life hack today. Did you know that... By the less your car weighs, you can actually save money on gas, which I think we're all looking forward to, right? So by reducing your car weight by 20%, you can get 8% more mileage in a tank Hmm. of gas. That makes sense, though, because when you think about cars that get good gas mileage, they're normally smaller vehicles. Yeah. And then the ones that, like, guzzle gas are the big... Heavy trucks and SUVs and my, stuff. Uh, my buddy Mark has a uh, has a smart car, but just the other day, and you know the the traditional smart car, it's like the two seats, right? They're normally like white and they're like oh, those really yes. compact things. Yeah. Yes. The other day, I saw something even smaller than that. I still cannot believe it. I it didn't it didn't even look street legal. But I swear to you, it had one seat in it. Okay, those things terrify me. I mean, I'm how safe can they really be? You know, if you were to, uh, heaven forbid, collide with a, a big vehicle. Sure, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? What What's going to happen? It just looks like a little soda can. It was a one-seat smart car. I can't even find them. I can't even find it on. Are you on, sure it was uh, a one-seater? I, was I it swear a, to you. Was it a I golf s- cart? No, 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 no. <laughs> golf carts even. It, a golf cart was like a luxury <laughs> Was this a scooter? No, I swear. And, like, I, I watched it, and I can't remember if I was on the freeway, but I was I was on a road with multiple lanes. And I remember people were very confused to pass it or to keep behind it. But I swear to you, it's a smart car wow. with one seat. No, thanks. Blew my mind. I'm Blew good. My mind. Uh, so we're moving. And um, we didn't have water in our current house yesterday. So I had to go outside. Uh, there was, a, there was some, somehow <laughs> something got screwed up. shut our water off early because we called ahead. We were trying to be, like, very efficient. We called ahead and uh, we were like. I just like, don't want to pay for, for somebody else's water, you know? <laughs> well, we were like, okay, we want to shut off our water at this house on this day and then turn it on in our name on this house on this day. Clear as day, had it ready and set up, ready to go. They got the dates mixed up and they uh, uh, shut off our water. I actually used the bathroom Thank goodness the toilet still flushed, and then I went to, <laughs> I went to wash my hands, and it was like, and then no water, and I was like, uh, Joey, and then like none of the sinks were working, we couldn't get any water, and then yeah, so uh, what happened next is you were looking for a place to do your well, deed. My my problem is it, it was right when we got home, and right after the show, I I like to take a bathroom break. And it's amazing the moment you find out you don't have water, how many reasons you need to use water. Like, I feel like, you know, I was like, oh, you can't wash your hands, do any of that. So I went outside. I went out in the backyard. And <laughs> I, I even told the city that. So we called the city and we said, hey, there's a little bit of a mistake. And the guy was like, okay, we'll help you out. And I was like, hey, I've always wanted to go in my backyard, right? He's like, yeah, yeah, go do your thing. <laughs> That's what he said. What I love, too, is when I called and I was like, hey, y'all shut off our water early. It wasn't supposed to be shut off yet. He's like, oh, our mistake. I see what happened. Don't, my bad. And then he goes... We'll get it turned on sometime today. And I'm like, what do you mean sometime today? Because it's like, like early afternoon. Like sometime soon or, and he's like, well, by the end of the day. And yep. I'm just like, oh my gosh. And then the whole time I'm sitting there going, oh my gosh, our, oh, I was so, you know what I was grateful for? That our son wasn't potty trained yet. <laughs> it's the only time I've been <laughs> grateful he's not potty trained. Yeah. yeah. I was like, thank goodness he's in diapers. Because what you can't tell your kid, 
hey, don't go potty right now. We can't flush the toilet. Now, I actually would love to open this up, 68719. Please text us because I thought that you could still flush the toilet even if your water's shut off at least a couple times while there's still water in the tank. I ain't risking that. Because, you wanted to risk yeah. that? No way I'm risking but that. But if there's water in the tank of your toilet... I think my mind tells me that you should be able to get a couple flushes out of that. Because I was trying to convince you to just use the toilet. Because I was like, oh, I think you're fine. But I you were worried that. that you hit that flusher and nothing happened. Well, no. And then I was worried because I don't I don't go at the office. So I was trying to think of a public place I could go to. I was honestly, I, you know what I Googled? The nearest hotel. Because I know that hotel bathrooms in the lobby are pristine condition. <laughs> so I was about to roll into a hotel in a town that I live in and be like, I just need to use your services. I have no water. Then you can't go to the new house because the new house didn't have it set up yet. Yeah, so exactly. Like, I wasn't going to risk it. What do I do? <laughs> so it did get turned back on, but I did get to go to the bathroom in the backyard. And man, it brought me back to when I was a kid. Because when I was a kid in the summertime, you did not waste your time going on the toilet. You absolutely went outside. Yeah. Well, at least how I, I didn't. was raised. I mean, I believe you. I did not do that. Yeah. A little, little, little trickier for me. I don't know. It may be a new thing. Like, I may start doing it all the time because it was very liberating. It was much more convenient. Yeah, I'd rather you not. I'd rather know. you not. I mean, no better way to start than the new house. What a better way to impress the new neighbors than by, hey, I go to the bathroom <laughs> outside. Especially if we don't have a fence yet. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Try to find a corner You're there. Like, is this my property line or yours? I'm just going to go right over here real quick. So it was a great opportunity to be appreciative of water. But yeah, let us know. Can you flush your toilet? Yeah, I mean, I know you can flush your toilet when, when the water's out. I know what out. you're saying, but I'm thinking you can. I don't know for sure. So plumbers or people who know the toilets better than I do, please let us know. Yeah, and while you're at it, we can argue about flushable wipes again because don't call them flushable if they're not flushable. Drives me nuts they're every not, time we None of that. them are flushable. Fix My Life, Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It's Fix My Life. Emma is with us today. Found out some news about her boyfriend. Not necessarily involving him, but someone she knows. And now the question is, what do I say? Do I say anything? Uh, So Emma joining us now to explain it all and fix my life. You guys can always be part of the conversation by texting in to 68719. All right, Emma, welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, I'm doing okay. Good. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Okay, so what's going on with this uh, new-ish boyfriend of yours? Yeah, so... um We've been dating for, like, a few months, and it's, you know, it's getting to the point where, like, now things are starting to come out about our past, our histories, and it's starting to get, like, a little serious, I guess, because now it's like, okay, we are going to start, like, hanging out with each other's friends, and, and, you know, like, that's just a normal progression of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, I found out that um, my boyfriend is actually a friend a friend of mine, he's actually her ex, and I didn't know that until recently. Like, I didn't know that until, like, a few days ago. So, current boyfriend used to date your friend. You had no idea. I had no idea. It didn't come up. I, we, she and I weren't friends at the time, because I guess it was a, I guess it was a few years ago um, that they dated, like, right before her and I had met and become friends. Got it. So now I'm just kind of like, okay, do I say something to him, do I say something to her? Like how? Like how do I? How do I handle this? So, so neither I really of like them know, and but I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to do because they're. It seems like their relationship was serious, also. Got it. Okay, so they. It was not just like, oh, I went on a couple dates with this guy. So Got it. neither of them know that you now know this. So like, you haven't talked to him about you being friends with her, and you haven't talked to your friend about you dating him yet. 
No. Mm-mm. Okay. So it's it's basically the only thing that you know, and they they have no connection to it. Yeah, but eventually they'll find out. I mean, if you're friends with this girl, and then maybe you start posting with this guy, like she's yeah, gonna but, see it. But then then she could come up to you and be like, "Hey, I used to date that guy." I actually think if you go to your friend and you say, "Hey, Jessica, can I talk to you for a second? and you make it a big deal, it's gonna feel like a way bigger deal than it is. And then she's gonna share her opinion. That's the other thing. Do you want your friend's opinion? Do you value that about the kind of guy he is? Or do you think, because obviously they didn't work out, it's going to ruin your feelings about him because you feel like, well, my friend didn't work out for for her, and now I'm worried about her opinion. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like, I just, I, I, like, I, I don't know, because, you know, like, sometimes people are just not right for each other. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it just doesn't work out. So I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I wouldn't bring it up. You think it just bring, make it worse, make it yes. too much of a big deal? So, because, Emma, I'm thinking here, okay, the moment you, I don't know if you have an Instagram or you're big on posting things on social media, but let's say you are, and let's say for the first time in a couple weeks from now, you post a picture with this guy, you know, and your friend sees it, she's going to reach out to you and be like, oh my gosh, you're dating Chad? I used to date Chad. And then you can just be like, oh yeah, that's crazy, oh my gosh, I had no idea. And then... She can tell you whatever she wants to tell you, and you can do it that way. I think if you try to make it a separate point to bring it up, I think that actually causes more issues, mm-hmm. and I think it'll make it more complicated. So I think you can bring it up depending on your friendship. If you guys are close, like really close, I think she would appreciate. It would be weird for her to find out later on like a Facebook post. So I think you, if you wanted to, you could bring it up, but in like a subtle way of like, oh my gosh, so I've been dating this guy, and Funny I just story. realized. Yeah. Do you know him? And and maybe instead of like, are you guys dated and how long? But maybe like, hey, do you know him? I saw we're mutual friends or something like that, right? And then you just got to be prepared because she will give her unsolicited opinion. You might hear some, you know, maybe it didn't end well. So she may share her real thoughts about it. And you just have to protect yourself on that because that might happen. Right. I don't know. I think uh, we'll get some text on this, 68719. You're dating someone that apparently you just found out used to date your friend. Do you bring it up? Do you say something or do you let it naturally come out eventually and then you can address it then? Yeah. You know, I, we'll get your answers. We want to hear from you. 68719, you can text us. Emma will let some other people weigh in. You can take everyone's opinion and uh, make that big decision, all right? All right. Thank you okay. guys so much. Absolutely. We'll get to your answers coming up. Fix my life. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It's Fix My Life. So Emma just joined us. Uh, she's dating a guy for a few months and then recently she found out that her friend, and I don't know if her friend's new or it, they obviously haven't talked much about their dating history because she goes, okay, so my boyfriend apparently used to date my friend. Do I bring it up to her? Do I need to make yeah. this a big deal? Or do I, you know, continue my relationship and if it comes up, it comes up? Well, she said with this friend, they've met and become friends way after her friend had dated this guy. Yeah. So she would have not have known about any crossover unless maybe on social media. But how many people delete photos? Yeah. Of exes, you know? Oh, I know. Totally. And it's it sounds like it's one of those things that right now she's the only one in the know. So she she realizes that her boyfriend dated her friend, but her friend doesn't realize that. He doesn't realize that. No big deal. So right now she's like, I'm the only one that knows this information. Mm-hmm. Do I need to bring it up? Yeah. Do I say something to my friend? It's too late to, like, get permission. And I put that in air quotes because some people feel like they have to get permission from a friend who maybe dated someone you're interested yeah. in. Too late for that. They've been together a couple months now. But I think if you're going to say something, you got to do it in the right way. And 68719, um, this text says, for me, I personally would appreciate someone saying something to me, 
Not that I can do anything about it, but it would be nice to know. Yeah, I think I would appreciate it too, but also I just don't I don't see it I think it's not natural if she just brings it up out of the blue. I think what happens mm-hmm. is as things go on, she goes, "Oh my gosh, you know, let her bring it up. Yeah. Let the friend be the first one to tell you I used to date him." Yeah, because what's happening is her relationship progresses. You I mean, you brought it up. They'll they'll start yeah. posting on social media. Then that can be an indicator for her friend to be like, whoa, hey, I dated yeah. that guy. Oh, my gosh. Let me talk to you about it. How about this one? 68719 says, watch out. What if he has a bunch of red flags? She could get ahead of it. See, I've thought about that. I was thinking about that just moments ago. Like, true. She could find out. Like, what if she's like, hey, this is why we broke up. He cheated on me or something like that. Like, I understand something like that. But also, is it bad if if her opinion of her boyfriend gets changed because of her friend's bad experience? I think so. I think that could mess with it. But also, to that text, everybody has an ex. Everyone has had past relationships for the most part. Lauren has a ton. So you can't you can't knock someone for having an, an ex, and that necessarily shouldn't be a red flag just because they dated somebody no, but, else. But what if like there's some crazy detail in there that uh, she knows about that, that the girl currently yeah. dating him doesn't, right? But what if we're psyching ourselves out and it was nothing and it just fizzled away, you know? Yeah. So maybe that's why you bring it up and just, you're like, oh my gosh, just like I said, oh my gosh, I saw you dated this guy. I'm dating him now. What yeah. the heck? And then just kind of figure that out. Um, this text 68719 says, no, it's nobody's business. Who cares that she dated him? It's been a long time, it sounds like, so just keep things to yourself. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people could be like, well, there's plenty of fish in the sea. I think because she didn't know. What is a totally different scenario is if she's like, hey, I want to date my friend's ex, and I really like him, and I remember when they were together. also be okay, I mean, depending on the situation. Date who you want, right? When you break up with someone, you are saying they are not right for me. So if your best friend wanted to date them, that's why I've always said, if Lauren and I get divorced, my best friend could marry you. It's fine. What up, Mike? No big deal. <laughs> I'm just you kidding. You brought up a name? Well, wow. I was just joking. You brought it <laughs> Moving on. It's Joey and Lauren. I love that it's always upbeat. Upbeat and funny. Your mornings start here. <laughs> this is Joey and Lauren on Demand. Joey and Lauren. So I think this number should be 100%, by the way. I'm disappointed it's 56%. This should be at 100%. If we can get this adopted in society, we'll all be happier. 56% of people say talking about money with other people is taboo. This should be 100%. I want to oh, make this is, I'm yeah. surprised that's so low. I know. Wouldn't this be higher? But more than half of Americans feel embarrassed talking to others about their finances. Uh, a new survey says so 50 cent is 56% say yes, it's taboo. All right. Yes. It I don't is talk taboo. to anybody about finances, really. I, I mean, talk to Lauren. Lauren doesn't even know how much I make, right? <laughs> we keep that private. Yeah. I mean, every now and again, like uh, I may say something randomly to my mom in a conversation, like, oh, yeah, we're trying to tighten it up or something like that. Uh, Things That's are expensive fine. or whatever, but I've never never really been like, oh, this past pay period, we made this much money and yep. we need this much to cover our, our budget costs. I'm like, I don't really share that with anybody. Tell you right now, here are the rules to live by. Everyone take notes, okay? Or if you can't write this down, take mental notes. Two things you should never talk about with other people. Now, excluding family. I even think like, friends. What do you mean Family. I think it, I think if you're married and in family, family, immediate family, I would even be careful. Like I wouldn't tell my brothers and sisters. So maybe just like if your, you're your partner, your partner, just your partner, your partner, not even your kids, but like because I thought immediate family. But I go wait a second. I don't want to know how much my brothers and sisters make. 
No way, right? No, what I'm more surprised with, and I'll let you get to your two rules. What I'm more surprised with is the amount of people that are so comfortable and casual about just saying how much they make yeah. or what Drives they do. Like nuts. I've had coworkers in the past that'll just bleh, bleh, straight up tell me what their salary is. And so that's risky. Here are two rules for a happier life. Never tell anybody what you make and never tell anybody what you paid for something if it was over $1,000. Just don't do it. Mm, I promise you. I don't know you. if I agree with the second one. I, pr- I promise you. If think about it, anything over a thousand, oh, you spent twelve hundred dollars on a new phone? That's crazy. Are you kidding me? Oh, you spent you spent uh, eleven hundred dollars on that bike? That's insane. I'm telling you, those are the two things. Well, I think a lot of that goes without goes without saying though, because people can guess how much something yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. But right, I, you could you could be rocking a new I don't know watch or something fancy, and people are like, yeah, I know how much that costs. Yeah, but, but, but let, the, let them decide. Maybe you got it on sale. Maybe you got it on clearance. Like, let them decide. I would not want to do that. I also think be careful, and maybe this is just my own in- interpretation, and maybe I'm way off base here, but I would say be careful complaining about your finances a lot publicly because then I think what happens is people will judge you inadvertently when you do make a big purchase. Oh, my gosh. And because if you're we like, got to oh, stop that, yeah. I know, and it sucks. I'm not saying that it's the right thing. I wish people would just stop judging people totally. Yeah. But if you're just always like, oh, man, this is so hard, or finances or whatever, to your to your family or your and friends, then and then all of a sudden- you go out to eat, and everyone's like, why did you get the mozzarella sticks? Well, no, just all of a sudden you buy like some fancy new, new age thing, and then they're like, huh, I thought you were- struggling like yeah. i don't know it, it, to me it should just never be talked about i know and if someone goes out to a fancy dinner and you think oh why are they doing that well guess what people spend money on different things Let if, if Let people em. knew the amount of money i spend on golf and diet coke you would probably slap me across the face i've right? done it i've slapped you for it absolutely will smith the crap out of me man <laughs> so like like everyone i feel like everyone has that one uh, item yeah. or maybe it's an item or a membership or something that they spend way too much money yeah. on. Like people and probably, you know what, the, you know, breakfast right. or whatever it may We're be. We're guilty. We need to slap each other on the wrists because we have on this show made fun of our wonderful producer, Ian, for the amount of money he spends on coffee every month. But that's because he tells us. He tells us. We did not ask him. And I believe it was $9 a morning. I think he spends $9 a day on No, because he goes back multiple times okay. during the day. So it was so. like hundreds or something throughout the month, which that is what he chooses, and that is No, fine. no, no. It's shame. <laughs> shame. $17 uh, a day. I agree. Also, what about like your romance life? Is that something you should talk to people about? Oh, I'll tell you right now. I've talked to uh, my buddies way more about my romance life than my financial life. 100%. Oh, I would rather tell my doctor my romance life oh more than gosh, my financial advice. Oh my gosh, what are you advice. sharing? Oh, when I'm golfing, we'll talk about romance. What do you share? Rom- it's romance. What does know? that mean, romance? It's just me and my bros talking romance. What's the big deal? Just- I bet you're not talking about lighting candles and eating chocolate strawberries. No, but we've. I have definitely, I am more comfortable talking about that than I would be about, hey, how much you make? You get a bonus? Like, no way. I'm playing golf. Like, let me just talk about romance. All right? <laughs> like, why, why do you ask? Do you want me to buy lunch? Exactly. Because I'm not buying you lunch. <laughs> uh, and then this one. I wanted to pass this along. This shouldn't surprise people, but nearly three in five people have faked their money situation on social media to appear financially stable. Ooh. I don't know how you – how do you do that? I mean, you're not, like, taking a picture in a different car than you hmm. have. I don't know how yeah, you, I don't like, know how you fake it. depict that. I don't know. I think influencers and especially just social media in general – we as people, as humankind, have become so obsessed with putting an outward, yeah. you know, portrayal of our lives on social media. 
and it's not real. Like, yeah. yes, there are real things, but like you see a lot of people, you know, you don't know what they're going through. Like this face, totally fake. This is a filter. What you see on social media, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't put my real face out there. Are you kidding me? Oh no way! <laughs> it's Joey and Lauren. Time to name that lyric with Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren, and it's time for Name That Lyric. Chris is today's contestant. What's going on, Chris? Not much. Just yeah. driving. You're dr- driving? You're heading to work right now? Yeah, I'm oh. headed to work. All right, right on. What do you do for work? I uh, own a retail store. Oh, all right. I nice. like that. So automatically, Lauren's just going to start asking for discounts, just so you know, Chris. <laughs> that's just how it works. The moment Lauren Pretty knows. Pretty much, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. She wants that discount. Like, all right. you never get that from yeah, all your yeah, friends. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm sure all the time. Never, like, never, yeah. never, never. <laughs> hey, Chris, going to get a hookup. All right, so you're going against Lauren today and name that lyric. Here's how this game works. Okay. I have lyrics to a song. I'll be reading those lyrics, and the first one to yell out the name of the artist and the song, the title of the song wins, all right? Okay. Okay. This is a uh, this is a newer song, by the way. Just a heads up. Oh, great. Okay, here we go. I don't know. <laughs> I, all right. I'll bet that she knows Billy Joel because you played her Uptown Girl. Okay. You're singing it together. Now I bet you even tell her how you love her. Uh, Chris, anything? Oh, gosh. Taylor, Taylor I Swift? I know the, the artist is, is the new gal that... Okay. The, uh, the, the artist is the new gal. Come on, Chris. Here we go. Gal. The new I gal. So, so when you gonna tell her that we did that too? She thinks it's special. Chris, so you're when so you're close. So gonna tell her that, that we did that too? She thinks think it's special. Oh my gosh, what is wrong with me? But it's all reused. Olivia Rodrigo. What's the song, it Chris? It's on the tongue. Oh, deja vu, deja vu, deja vu. It is deja vu. So it's a split. Deja vu. Yeah, there it is. Uh, hey, don't worry. It's a split. You I guessed the living room. Chris, Chris, I am impressed. I, and that's how everyone, everyone, because she's brand new. So it's like, it's that new girl that does the driver's license. I know who she is. I could license. not think of her name. All right, Chris, don't worry. We're still going to hook you up. All right, man? Awesome. Thank you. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand.